Welcome to the Self Worth Solution with Nicole Denise, a podcast to help you wake up to the truth of your worthiness, find real freedom, and learn to create a nurturing and supportive relationship with yourself. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a self love advocate and master coach. My intention for my podcast is to be as candid and truthful with you as possible as I share lessons from my own journey of healing and self compassion. Come along with me as we unlearn the lies and distortion diet culture taught us that cause us to mistrust and reject ourselves so you can finally say yes to the love, happiness, and the life you crave. Greetings, beautiful hearts. You are listening to The self Worth Solution, podcast episode number three. On today's episode, I'm sharing with you about an experience that can happen to all of us when we're striving for our worth, the experience of burnout. This isn't an isolated experience for any of us. I think our world, uh, the demands of the societies that we live in in 2020 can absolutely lead us into burnout rather quickly. Today, I want to talk um, and, and hold space and share with you about the experience of burnout that happens when we're finding ourselves trapped, believing we're not enough, and striving in other areas and sacrificing in other areas of our life um, to feel like we're enough, to feel deserving. Let's dive in. When we're healing from the lies we've believed about ourselves and the conditioning that has wounded us to our core, it can be an exhausting process. I know you feel this. And as we relearn how to take care of our bodies and come home to ourselves, we get to that exquisite truth. We were born worthy of love. We remain worthy of love. You were born worthy. You remain worthy. Our worth doesn't come from anything external. However, in this journey of growth, of recovering our truth, we can become depleted. It's a recipe for fatigue, so much of it. And it happens quite unconsciously. We fall back into the trance of unworthiness, and the very process of growth becomes another goal to accomplish, another avenue to earn our place in the world, to feel valued and seen. And I want to take a moment here uh, to cultivate understanding for what I'm speaking to whenever I speak to diet culture. It's the foundation for all of my work as a coach and as as Nicole in the world, right? Um, so I, I don't want to move forward in this uh, series of my show without pausing here. Diet culture is a system of beliefs that worships thinness and equates it to health and moral virtue. This can create the belief in us that we're irreparably broken, 
just because we don't match the thin, quote unquote, ideal. This message prevails when we're in the doctor's office, hear the diagnosis of obese or morbidly obese, or we get shown the BMI and shown our number and our eyes pop out of our heads as we think, my God, how am I walking? This system is what teaches us that our self-worth and abilities are tied to our physical appearance and what positions diets as the answer to all our insecurities, struggles, and problems. This is a system that oppresses whole groups of people that don't match up to its supposed picture of health. I'm using air quotes, quote unquote. Um, Most of these definitions I've pulled from one of my favorite books in this work, Anti-Diet by Christy Harrison. Check it out. The whole system, diet culture, is built on a false premise. And that premise, that false, that lie is there's a universal wisdom that's applicable to all bodies. That is simply not so. And there are numerous scientific studies that debunk that. So a BMI chart is debunked, not just on that basis, on actually far more. Human bodies come in all shapes and sizes. Any body can be healthy and beautiful. And all bodies are to be treated with respect regardless of the definition of health and beauty. Um, But the idea that all bodies should be treated with respect, all bodies can be respected, this is this is a concept known as, known as size diversity. So anyhow, this, this system of diet culture creates a harmful and destabilizing experience of self-doubt. Okay, so that experience of self-doubt means that from whenever we started to know that our value, our worth was up for debate and it was directly linked to the size and shape of our bodies, we started to lose our trust in ourselves. We started to lose the ability to trust ourselves. That self-doubt comes and firmly plants itself within us. And it also creates a painful experience of self-criticism, self-judgment, self-hatred. It's detrimental diet culture. And It promotes weight loss as a means of attaining higher status, which then makes you feel compelled to spend a massive amount of time, energy, and money trying to shrink your body, even though the research is very clear that almost no one can sustain intentional weight loss for more than a few years. And uh, maybe you're learning that diets aren't the answer. You know your worth You refuse to shrink your body. You refuse to conform to the beauty and size ideals of the world around you. Holla. Amen. However, I want to invite you to take a minute here and just lovingly get curious, lovingly notice, where are you still trying to earn your worth? In what other ways are you working to prove you deserve the life you want? So let me, let me bring us back to today's topic, the burnout that comes from striving for our worth. 
Where are you overachieving? Where are you overfunctioning? Where are you overextending yourself? Yes, folks, can I see you? People pleasers, can I see you? Self sacrificers, martyrs, me too. Here's the truth you don't have to continually improve yourself to love yourself. Love isn't something that you're only worthy of if you achieve something or reach a goal. You know, there's so much pressure on us, especially as women, to be perfect, to be productive, to be pleasing. And it's enhanced for those of us that don't fit the thin ideal because diet culture would have us believe that our value isn't yet confirmed. Oh, you, you're choosing to live in a larger body? Oh, you don't look like I need you to look? You're not buying into the beauty ideals? We can quite unconsciously still then feel compelled to hustle and earn our worthiness in other ways. If this is resonating for you, if you're feeling the truth of your experience being, yeah, I am, I am overextending myself. I am sacrificing myself to feel valued, to be deserving because I am not quote unquote deserving when I measure up to these other areas. You might be wondering what you can do to care for yourself when you find yourself exhausted and drained and on the road to burnout. One of the ways that we start to turn this around is to trust, trust the signals. Burnout is real and you don't owe the world extra because you're in a larger body. But the thing about trust, if you remember, we learned early to mistrust ourselves. We gave up the ability to trust ourselves because diet culture taught us that we needed to tune out our body in favor of the external messages and the tricks and the diets and the doctors. They knew better than us. So it's hard to have one of the first steps be to trust the signals when we're not well-practiced. There's atrophy in that skill, in that muscle of self-trust. You are so worthy of compassion and kindness in this moment as you notice this, if this is ringing true for you. You deserve compassion and kindness. And compassion is understanding that it only makes sense how we got to this place. So I invite you, lead with that. It's okay saying to yourself, I'm sorry you've gotten caught up trying to feel deserving. I'm sorry. You're looking for some acknowledgement that you're valued. I understand how you got here. And then to continue to lead with that compassion and kindness as you rebuild the trust in yourself. Sometimes it's so helpful to think of how we would treat someone that we love dearly. It can help us be informed of how we should treat ourselves in this moment. So trust the signals. Trust what you are, what your body, your mind, your spirit is reporting to you is true. Just like you would a friend, a child, a family member. Believe yourself. You'd believe them. 
and with tenderness and compassion. Notice where you're rejecting yourself by overextending or offering the yes when you really needed to offer a no. Trust yourself here. Don't wait for approval or permission. Allow yourself to take action. Don't take a poll of friends and family. Lovingly, speak to yourself. You're exhausted, babe. We got to let some things go off the calendar. And be free to decide and do what you feel is best. Remember, nothing is permanent. Nothing can't be shifted or adjusted. This is not... This isn't a race. There's no, one of my favorite quotes from Janine Roth, there's no there there. In this present moment is the exquisite paradise we're seeking. In this moment, this is the life. So won't you allow yourself the grace, the flexibility? Ah, there I, I, I see. I see that I've been really, really killing myself to achieve some level of perfection. I've been really, really killing myself lately to feel good enough. And that's where I went wrong because mm, you are so enough. You deserve the compassion, the kindness, the understanding that this is all a process. You can stop hustling to achieve something that is yours already. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying my podcast and you'd like to help support me, I invite you to leave a rating and review or post about it on social media. And to stay connected, you can follow me on Instagram at Nicole Denise underscore life by design or sign up for my newsletter over on my website, Nicole Denise life by design.com. Finally, if you felt supported and encouraged by what you heard today, it's very likely that someone in your life would benefit as well. And sharing is caring. So go ahead and send somebody a link to today's show and let's spread this revolution of self-love and worthiness. Thanks again. Love life. And I'll see you next time.